This episode of Film Sack is brought to you by Casper, an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price because everyone deserves a great night's sleep. Get $50 off any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash filmsack and enter the promo code filmsack. Okay. We've had some problems at the facility. What we're attempting to achieve here has never been done. We're this close to the reactivation of a human brain cell. Doctor. The 200 million I've sunk in this company is due in great part to your research. But when the market opens Monday, despite my reputation, I don't like heights, especially falling from them. I'm sorry, honestly. Are you ready? I've, I've been ready. Okay. This is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, episode 348, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. I'm Scott Johnson, and I'm joined today by Brian, trying to be all Jurassic Park up in here, Dunaway. Uh-uh-uh. Oh, hi. <laughs> An average-looking white guy named Jim in a minority-majority horror thriller film. What could possibly go wrong? Ah, my arm! oh speaking of white guys... Have you seen my Uncle Bob? He got me this job. He is this fancy-looking white fellow who keeps Benjamin's seat warm back in the city. You met Benjamin, right? He's our investor who can't shut up about avalanches. Anyway, my Uncle Bob just sits there keeping Benjamin's seat ass warm, looking around <laughs> whatever conversation is going on. But he's really just there because Benjamin can't get his own ass warm anymore. Not since the avalanche. Oh, God, don't get him started. Well, thanks for listening. Now, excuse me. I have to go be a shark-propelled projectile strapped to a gurney. Things don't end well for me. Could be worse, I suppose. <laughs> I love that oh. he got he got used as a little missile into that glass. It was yeah. awesome. All of these Marvel connections. Uh, also with us, Randy, whale brain fluid is gross. Mm-hmm. Jordan. Uh, aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. It's a shark. I said whale. <laughs> I meant shark. Go ahead. All right, I got your final receipt here for the construction of this weird ocean dungeon facility. I just need your signature. Can I offer you boys some advice? Look, there ain't no reason for this facility to be so far out in the ocean. It's dangerous. I don't know what you're doing here that you think you want to go unseat, but in case you ain't noticed, you're in Mexico. (laughs) Y'all can do whatever the hell you want down here. I've seen some of these Mexican facilities where they're doing unspeakable things with giraffes or hobbits or something. And I don't know what. They're right down the street from nice hotels. You don't need all this. By the way, do y'all need a cook? I know a cook looking for work whose hat is like a shark's fin. Damn this thing. <laughs> Mama said His hat is like a shark fin. It really was, yeah. And by the this way, I don't, I don't know what. I have no idea what accent that was. I'm trying to still work it out. <laughs> Yeah, it was a little mysterious. Uh, and finally with us, Brian, he always makes sure to read the Playboy that floats by before he dies by shark. I do. Uh, I, 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 sorry. Praise Jesus. 
Uh, all right, I want to sing a little ditty for you here. Let me, let me my guitar here and tuned up. All right, here we. Uh, okay, here we go. You say you like movies with smart sharks, or as I like to call them, smarks. <laughs> and you said you can't think of one. And I said, what about Deep Blue something? You said, I think I remember the film. And as I recall, I think we both kind of hated it. And I said, yeah, but remember when Sam Jackson died? <laughs> oh, that was great. Holy crap. Now I understand why your audio is jacked. Now I get it. I just went right out of the gate. Like when we found out we could do this movie, yeah. everyone, like you hear, oh, Film Sack's going to watch Deep Blue Sea. That's streaming on Netflix. Everyone has the same memory of having seen the film. <laughs> mm -hmm. yes. No, it's, a, it's an it's incredible amazing. moment. It's, it's, like when you, yeah. it's like when you bring up Reservoir Dogs. What's the one scene you always yeah. think of? You yeah, think you of think, of, like, think of ear getting cut off. Yeah. Yeah, no, every time. Every, a lot of movies have these moments, right? Like a. A defining moment, but this almost—it's—it's it's bigger than the movie it's in. Like it's—it's mm -hmm. a—it's—it's it's such a well-known moment. Last night, Nick and I were around the dinner table, and I said, "Oh, I gotta watch film sacks tonight." And he goes, "Oh, what are you seeing? Deep Blue Sea? Never heard of it." And I said, <laughs> "I said sharks underwater, stuff like that." And he goes, "Wait, is this the one where Samuel L. Jackson gets eaten in a shocking yeah. way?" I said, "Yeah." And he goes, yeah. "Oh, yeah, I've seen that on YouTube. Like everybody knows yeah. about that scene, yeah. even if you've not seen the the, the movie." Yeah, so I hope for the people who have been putting off seeing... That was um, not... I didn't mean to do that, sorry. I wasn't trying to play you out. I hope for out. the people who have been putting man. off seeing the movie yeah. that they haven't gotten this far into the episode of Film Sack. No. Because right. it, it's... I'm sorry, the best it's, thing in the film is ruined. It is yeah. the best thing in the film, and it is it is so out of... Like, you absolutely don't expect it. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, because uh, we're... Well, this, this movie is all about leading you by the nose through tropes that you think you know... Mm -hmm. But then they flip them on you, and uh, he's well, right in the one. middle. <laughs> right, so he was right in the middle of br doing his bring together speech right, that we exactly. hear in every one of these movies. Yeah. And uh, if boom. we all don't stand together, <laughs> we're going to fall apart. Yep. Jump. 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 Yep. <laughs> no, it's an inc it's an incredible moment. It really is, and it kind of holds up as a shocker. Uh, I saw, I've never seen the movie in the, in its entirety, but I have seen that scene before. So I, I was one of those people that had seen it before he'd, he'd seen the movie. This was my first viewing of the full film. But there are a few other examples of this in there. Like, uh, the girl, I was a hundred percent sure be her, it'd be the trope of her and, uh, Tom Jane surviving. Right. Saffron, you thought so they were going to have that survive sure. love interest but it ended up being L.O. Cool J yeah. and uh, Carter instead because yeah. ladies yeah. love Cool J that's right Punisher, <laughs> Punisher and L.O. Cool J end up together at the end that's great yeah. Yeah. So, true love story yeah. so, but but they you're you're right because uh, Stellan Skarsgård has a shocking uh, attack mm -hmm. earlier in the film mm -hmm. and I think that actually puts you off your guard you you let your guard down, right? Because mm -hmm. you're not expecting this anymore. Yeah, like you right. you you know. Well, the minute them. the minute he started walking around that side of the shark, though, I went, "Uh oh, Stellan Skarsgård's about to get his his something cut off." I didn't know what or how right. soon, but it, you could tell they were setting that up. What I didn't see coming is how he would be used as a battering ram to break into the sea. <laughs> 
The shark is just fine, like banging on metal doors with its head. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But oh no, no, the glass, no, I, I think I need a I think I need a weapon. <laughs> that to me is the most to me, I, I remember the Samuel Jackson thing, but I think I remember that scene just as well because they set it up so well. Samuel Jackson's like going, What what do you people tell me what that is? And and we all are. We're kind of getting closer to the screen going, what is that? Is that thing? I can't yeah. even imagine what that could possibly be right now. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it was great. That part was great, and we get to see him a third time. There are four, by the way, Marvel people in this thing. You got it him. Uh, it was Doctor. What's his name in Avengers? What was his name in the Avengers Doctor movie? Selvig. Selvig. That's it. Yeah. And uh, then you got Nick Fury. Like in like in four. Like I think in three or four of the Avengers movies, isn't he? He's in Thor. He's in Avengers. He's in. Yeah. One of the Iron Man movies, maybe? I think, I think you're right. He also, uh, yeah. I, 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 I hate to report this because I really hated the movie, but I saw that, um, uh, the, the Nymphomaniac Part 2 or whatever the hell that oh, was called. Oh, oh. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was on Why the plane. Watch- on the plane from was- Mexico. No, on no. TV. I'm sorry, no. You did not watch a Lars von Trier movie on a plane. Here, no. Let me, tell you, let me tell you what I saw. <laughs> Hold on. This is a good story. So I, I'm like, well, let's see what this is. Cranked it up. And it's, for whatever reason, way at the end of the second Mm. part. I guess there's two parts. So I haven't Mm -hmm. seen, I don't even know what part one is. But part two, it's at the end, and it shows him, there's this scene where he's talking to this lady, and they're chatting by in a room or something, and then he leaves. And this this actor, uh, it's uh, still in Skarsgård. And then he comes back in with his doodle out. Yep. His wiener out. What did you expect? Yeah, it's a movie from called Nymphomaniac. Nymphomaniac. Well, I, I figured I, I didn't well know. Called Dicks Two. It I looked mean, like an <laughs> art film, like some kind of arty farty thing. And at the time, I didn't yeah. I didn't know it was Lars von Trier. I can't stand well, sure. his movies. Uh, uh, porno is lady parts. Uh, art film is lady parts and doodle. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so he comes. So he comes in there with his doodle, and then she kills him or something, or shoots him. That's my entire. What's you gonna do with that doodle? That's my whole experience with that movie. I don't know what else happened in it. I just know that he died that way. So I have all these mixed images a of that shark, guy. A man. shark comes out and goes. Oh. <laughs> so, all right. So when I get uh, I get Sam Jackson. We got Nick Fury. We get uh, Doctor Selvig, Stellan Skarsgård, and we get yeah. uh, the Punisher, Tom Jane. Who's the fourth one? I'm completely. Oh, you're talking about. Uh, Saffron Burroughs as um, Victoria Hand from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Correct. So there, okay. you, there's all your Marvels across the board there. I just think that's interesting. I mean, it's, it's actually kind of possible to almost do this with anyone now because there's so many yeah. Marvel things that yeah. you could just say, yeah, that's oh. The thing. If you told me Michael Rappaport was in a Marvel movie, I'd be like, all right, sure. Yeah. Why not? I mean, <laughs> everybody yeah. is. Probably. Ada Torturo is Squirrel Girl. Can't wait to see it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! I'd watch the hell out of that. That sounds great. <laughs> Soprano woman. Uh, so uh, this Christos. Christos is in this movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if yeah. you remember him. We saw him in From Dusk Till Dawn. Yeah, I and, remember uh, that. and something else. Some other deal. Uh, anyway, is this our first uh, LL Cool J joint, or did we see Halloween 2.0 or 20 year anniversary? No, we have not. But uh, nice. I think you might be right. I know. I think it's our first. I I kind of generally want to watch any given Sunday with you guys, but I don't know. Yeah. Like, LL Cool J like doesn't. He doesn't. SWAT is almost a requirement. SWAT's not too. not a bad one. Mm. I think we could watch that. I forgot about SWAT. Oh, I, Rollerball. Oh, well, it was the 2002 Rollerball. Yeah, right. we didn't we see saw that Rollerball. We saw the yeah. old one. I I I I'm gonna just go on the record and say I like LL Cool J in this movie. Mm-hmm. I think he's yeah. he's a fun piece of this. He's also one of the 
the better performances. I'm not going to say he's a better actor than some of these people. I'm just saying their performances were kind of garbage shit in a lot of places. The mm-hmm. movie got it's- the movie got better acting as it went all- along. Like it was yes. never great, but it started really, really B level B movie. Stilted. Yeah. And and terrible stilted lines. That's a great word for it. And then later in the movie it kind of evened out and I was okay with it. But he was pretty consistent. Like the whole time, as goofy as he was, and as much as he was there for, you know, comedy relief and whatever, he's he he kinda was my favorite role. Right. Pre- yeah. Preacher's yeah, Preacher's character was the only likable and relatable character. For most of us, kind of, they couldn't yeah. even make the parrot likable. Mm-hmm. Come on, <laughs> it's a Is bird. It, bird, they called him Bird. Yeah, yeah. Bird. Love it. yeah. <laughs> that's always the easy way, though. If you got a bird, just name but, him Bird. Yeah, I couldn't figure out why why where he was finding was he hearing all the bad language because of gangster yes. rap of some yes. sort. Is that what yes. they were trying yeah. to imply? Yeah, it wasn't so. quite <laughs> clear, but it was there. Yeah, yeah. Movie was a little light on language. I actually thought there'd be a lot more f bombs than there were. There only. Yeah, I, yeah and I thought it'd be a lot more sexuality too, because usually these are uh, teenage, you know, morality tales where it's like, oh, don't have sex because sharks will eat you, which is how the film opened. Right. Uh, but there was yeah. not a there wasn't a lot of sex so, involved except for our doctor getting naked yeah, so halfway through. Mm-hmm. The Jaws, the Jaws references are all front loaded in this movie, right? Right. Yeah. right so right. it's it starts with an homage to Jaws in the teenagers having sex thing, yeah. and they get oh, attacked yeah. by a shark. Yeah. And so many and, tropes with that too, by the way, like the whole. <laughs> did you hear something? Yeah, it yeah. was my penis. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> Oh, and I loved I loved Bad Boyfriend Ugh. because you had to kind of watch because that, that whole scene is very quick. But Bad Boyfriend, who's the uh, attractive <laughs> of the two, yeah. he uh, he when the shark hits, he 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 headbutts his girlfriend into right, the backwards. water, like headbutts her with the back of yeah. his head. Yeah. And then and then when they're trying to get back on the boat, she's she gets to the boat first, and he's like all climbing on her. Yeah, no, and he's the worst. Yeah. He was that guy that you normally hate in movies, but he was so there there so briefly we forgot about him, but. Yeah, and there was another one where they were trying to flip the script. That was like, "Oh, you thought you were going to eat these people, but no." Uh, here comes yeah. Tom Jane with his, this, you know, Punisher is here to save us. Yeah. And, and then the other, the other quick reference to Jaws on the top was uh, with the license plate in yes. the shark's mouth. Yeah, and there yeah. were there were a couple yeah. of others as well. I, you know, I'm going to let Fletcher have his say, and then I'm going to tell you the three or four other references to Jaws, which I don't know why you'd do this, except. Maybe he loved Jaws. This is a hard have to. Uh, I mean, it'd be hard to. At that point, it was hard not to compare a shark movie to Jaws. That's in probably, probably true. All right, Scott Fletcher, explain this film in detail, please. Deep Blue Sea. Doctors in an underwater laboratory discover a chemical in the brains of sharks capable of reviving human brain cells. Using gene therapy, the doctors create sharks with larger brain masses as a way to speed up the production of the life-saving antidote. The result is a breed of mako that is bigger, stronger, faster, and smarter, and more fierce than anything man has seen before. The sharks gain the ability to reason and turn on their masters, resulting in an all-or-nothing fight to the finish between man and the ultimate predator okay so i'm glad i i'm glad i didn't watch that movie because uh, <laughs> me too it's yeah. terrifying so uh the other thing is the shark kills are all consistent with other jaws shark kills so yes. Yes. exploding electrocution uh mm. what were the other ones um gas. gas oh yes you said exploding yeah yeah and even even the uh even 
even the scene where uh, we have Dr. Projectile flying into the window of that <laughs> under underwater base reminds me of Jaws 3D. Yeah. Did they do that in Jaws 3D? Happens. They did. Yeah, Jaws actually bust through. That's uh, right. Yeah, for the 3D the, effect. Yes, yeah, for the course. 3D effect. Yeah, I remember that one because because uh, uh, Lou Gossett Jr. was in that room when that happened. I remember that right. for some reason. Um, anyway, so there's that. I mean, it was obvious. It was it was like, hey, what if we did Jaws, but then took it to a new level? They're super smart. For sure. And, you know, revive the whole killer shark trope deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did it, you know, 1999 when CGI was kind of looking better, but really not. It's all right. Mm, it's all right. It was, a lot of great animatronics in this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, when I, they, yeah. I was happy yeah. with them. Yeah. That yeah, stuff looked the, good. The animatronics were good. The other CGI special effects, the underwater chomping people in half and their little legs still kicking and stuff like that. Really, really <laughs> janky for for late 90s, early 2000s. You didn't, you didn't like the Michael Rappaport leg kick, twitch? little kick at the end? Yeah, no. Kick yeah. it in like that? No. 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 Yeah. Nor the saffron, nor the saffron biting in half underwater and then, oh, let me get the, let me get the ha- bottom half. And, yeah. You know. It was, I by mean, the way, I had no love loss for uh, Saffron's Dr. Susan character at that point because she already set up at the very beginning that uh, her dad has Alzheimer's and every time he would realize his wife was missing she would tell him that she was dead yeah mm. not I'm nice. like what a jerk just yeah. make something make yeah. up something make don't forget up something. again she's gone away she's not here right now or whatever yeah like yeah. I, I she was set up to be a villain she got her villain's end and all that mm-hmm. the trivia does say that she was originally supposed to be the hero that survived all of this but they felt like she was more of a uh, who's uh, you know what she's like she's like paul riser in aliens yeah well a little something like you know uh, almost like that except paul riser dies he doesn't die saving anybody and she does right. you know at least try and redeem herself at the end by dying to save everybody so, else yeah that's so true. Tri- trivia uh it, it was reported um pretty clearly that she was originally filmed surviving at the end and test audiences didn't like it. Mm-hmm. They were like, they, like, in case you didn't notice, she's a really bad person. Oh, right. It's almost right. It's almost like I've heard that before. I can't yeah, remember right. where I've heard that. Yeah. To I me, she seemed more like, uh, she seemed more like Hammond from, uh, from Jurassic park. And Only you know, worse. Yeah. yeah because worse. she can't, she can't see, the, what's going on around her because she's looking at the big picture yeah and it's like you need to kill him which is our trope so. of the film in my opinion which is man becomes so tunnel vision about what great thing they're going to do oh they have God. taken it too far and, and nature has shown them that they can't do it brah, like that you whole thing can't right you can't mess with nature mm-hmm. or smarks yep or smarks <laughs> smarks <laughs> Nature will find a way, and they did. Uh, there's some other cool stuff in this thing. You mentioned the license plate, which is kind of rad. The same one that was in the tar- Tiger Shark and Jaws. Uh, for one scene, Thomas Jane had to swim alongside a real live shark. Now, here's the part I like about this. He was only allowed to shoot that scene, however, once he completed all his other scenes. So <laughs> <laughs> what that tells me is they're like, hmm. He may get eaten, so right. don't film it till we're done, just to be safe. The, the worst thing we could possibly do is not be able to release this film because <laughs> we don't right. have all the Thomas Jane. But imagine not, how not the loss of life or anything. Right, but, right. I love that would it. that would kick that would kick attendance way up though if, if Thomas Jane had gotten eaten by a shark yeah. in real life. Yeah. For this yeah. film, oh man, there's just something we're about there's it just says something about the film business that I that I yeah. think is yeah. funny and also it's a bunch sad. of sharks. 
I guess so. Uh, the, uh, that orange colored mini sub that was in the wet entry area yeah. was the exact same sub seen at the end of Sphere, which also starred Samuel oh. L. Jackson. Yeah. yeah. They, they reused a ton of stuff. I'm sure you're about to say this was filmed in the same spot as Titanic. Yeah. Like, that's true. They too. reused so much stuff, and I don't remember really picking up on it while watching the film. I felt like it was all nice and brush. Mm. I, you know? Yeah, I didn't feel like any of this stuff. It, did, it didn't feel like sloppy seconds or anything. It felt like, you know, I mean, it was a decent production, I have to admit. I don't really, Rennie Harlan, the director, I can't stand his movies. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen Cutthroat Island, but I, it makes me want to die. It's a horrible, horrible <laughs> yeah. movie. That one I've seen, yeah. Um, makes he's you want to die. Well, not right. die. I want to live. But uh, it makes me want to maybe have a bad afternoon. That's what I mean. Because so, we're, we're supposed <laughs> to watch all of his movies. We're supposed to watch right, Die yeah. Hard 2. We're supposed to watch Cliffhanger. Like, the, he's yeah. our wheelhouse for this show. Yeah. It totally, yeah, exactly. He, his stuff his stuff was made for film sacking. And he was uh, he was Mr. Gina Davis for a while, too. Yeah. Around the time sacking. of... Uh, uh, Cutthroat Island, if I remember correctly. Yeah, right? she was in it, and he. Mm-hmm. They also did that kiss. Was it Long Kiss Goodnight? The one. Oh, with... Long Kiss Goodnight with another Sam Jackson. Yeah, and he directed that, which is why Sam Jackson was involved in this because he really liked working with him and came back for it. So, mm-hmm. uh, did you guys see Cliffhanger? Yes. Uh, is this oh. the wait St- Stallone deal? Sylvester right? Stallone yeah. on the side yeah. of the mountain. Never saw. He's it. a rock was, climber. Never saw. And it. There was so much. There was so much to do with that as well because I mean it. it the, he really jumped back into that movie a lot. And there's at least one scene where he's trying to hold on to uh, uh, Carter's trying to hold on to the to the to the lady scientist. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're in that in that tube. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. and she and he give me your hand. Give me your hand. And he keeps trying to save her and he just can't quite do it. That's one of his uh, this director's, uh, I guess, Trademarks. string string pullers, I guess. Yeah, yeah. she oh, had she had exactly uh, what happened at the beginning of Cliffhanger. She had a really bad case of uh, shark crotch. That lady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was Here, rough. Let me lift you up so yeah. you can reach her. Oh, oh now you don't want it because yeah, she's all Well, it's a smart. Did you notice? Did you notice that everybody got killed from the bottom up? <laughs> Nobody got their head bit off. Yeah, no, like oh, yeah. because we wanted to, apparently to see what they were the expression that a person makes. Yeah, they could, <laughs> I mean, I like, like, uh, no, that's why animal crackers from the feet first, <laughs> right? <laughs> I do the same thing with uh, well, I dismember my gummy bears and then I take the oh, head. Oh, do you really? Yeah, I dismember <laughs> it so so it can't do anything, and then I eat. Like, then I sadistically. You eat the, so you eat the uh, the arms and legs. The uh, yeah, I leave <laughs> him. Yeah, I leave the I leave the little cinnamon bear destitute, and then I bite his head off, and then that's the end of it. It's kind of sick and gross nice. that I do that. Anyway, so uh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, they're making a sequel to this in twenty eighteen. Oh, I thought they made a sequel to Heavenly Not. Uh, okay. Well, it says it's here so- Sci-Fi Channel's making it, and it comes out in 2018 is all this says. So the, I- deep, the deeper blue RC. Yeah. It's the film sack reverse curse, guys. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's happening. We're back. Help, help. It's happening. Uh, so that's in 2018. We don't know when, but maybe that'll be okay. Probably not. Probably be bad and should mm-hmm. be avoided at all costs. Here's my chick in the bucket. <laughs> if anyone disagrees with me, and I'm bringing it up now because it was very early in the film, and yeah. uncredited Ronnie Cox doesn't have any yes. lines at all. He's just sitting there looking at things. He doesn't say he a works. word. He works Seat for warmer. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, no, I know. I but he, he it, to me, even though it wasn't a character chick in the bucket so much, you don't have Ronnie Cox in your movie, have him don't say a word and then never show him again. Like, that's right. that's freaking weird. Where where was he? Where was he? Oh, he, don't, he, he was the seat warmer. Okay, so you probably didn't even notice because it is literally, it, you almost don't notice the first time you watch through. But 
when uh when when the when the doctor scientist goes and meets with Samuel Jackson oh, at his right. office, he's the one Lonnie sitting Cox. there. Yeah, yes. he's the seat right, right. He, the, Yes, totally. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't say a word, does he? Freaking Ronnie Cox. He should be uh, making Detroit safer with Robocops and stuff. <laughs> that scene. That scene was to establish a flip in tropes or roles right. in this yeah. movie because if if you notice, this movie is not about rich white guys. There are no rich white guys in this movie other than to sit there and to shut up mm-hmm. yep. and do exactly as Samuel Jackson does. Yeah. So yeah. our hero, our hero white guy, we find out is an ex con. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, which, which is good because what they did is they flipped these tropes. So right away, you're not sure what's going to happen. Cause you know, lots of times, especially in the late nineties, you would assume if it's a horror film, just like Ella Cool J said, the black guy always gets it first. Mm-hmm. Not so in this movie. We don't know who's going to get it first. They mixed it up early on, and uh, I, I liked it. I, I applaud the movie for for uh, changing uh, all yeah, that. Yeah, I do like yeah. them messing yeah. with us like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of yeah. made it a little bit more fun. It otherwise would have been. I mean, think how boring this movie would be if you didn't do all those things. Right. right. It'd be it'd just be trope after trope after trope. Yeah, and Instead not of the good trope kinds. after. Oh, flip the script. Oh, back to tropes. Another yep, trope, yep, and yep. then oh, then we change that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, the body count in this movie was nine, four by shark attack. Uh, was it? It was mostly the skeleton crew. Yeah, some, ah, some of the skeleton ah. crew. I get you. That's pretty good. Four by explosion, one by drowning, and ten if you include the bird. <laughs> I don't. I, I absolutely include the bird. I include the bird. Yeah, I was so sad when the bird died. Really? Anyone else? Uh, sad? I don't know. Or that bird really. annoyed me. First of all, wasn't, bird, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a real bird, bird was, voice, and if you don't use a real bird voice, I always hate that in a movie. I want. Well, real did bird. you see who did the bird voice? No, Frank Welker. Oh my really? gosh, dude! <laughs> did, <laughs> did those <laughs> do those size did those size parrots did those size birds speak? Sure. I mean, I always thought they were the bigger birds. No, I little didn't ones think can it do it. Ones. They can do little ones, sure. Yeah, I, it's just that they, right. if they're going to use Frank Welker, though, you you know, sign me off because that's dumb. I mean, I like Frank Welker; he's great, but. Every time there's an animal voice that doesn't sound right, I go, I bet that's Frank Welker. <laughs> and there, where, there it was. If it confirms, Frank Welker being yes. the bird. And why? I would like to know why. Like, you could have gotten anybody standing around the set. Right. Would you speak exactly. into this microphone like a parrot? Yeah. yeah. More, more whipped cream. More whipped cream. <laughs> booty. See, you both did it better than Frank Welker did. I need love. Not, not better, not better necessarily, but just indistinguishably good. Mama said, knock you out. Mama said, knock you out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I assume he only says LL Cool J. Only says, right? Yeah. Right, exactly. yeah. Only lyrics from LL Cool J. Yeah. So. Which we, we'll, we got to talk about that rap at the end sometime. Noise was horrible. Uh, yeah. We'll so do it. Good. Hey, Ibbit, what, what song was it that, that LL Cool J hated? Do you, do you remember what it was when he was bartending, when he was Isaacing out there? Oh, no. oh, 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 yes. It was a remake of a, of a Madonna song. Yeah. Um, um, the Isla Bonita uh, song. Oh, yeah. yes. Right, right, right. Yes. It was like a dancey pop version of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. That was it. When he was Isaacing. <laughs> Isaacing. <laughs> I'm the chef, the bartender. If it's food or drink, yeah, I'm right. taking care of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So there you go. I. Hmm. <laughs> I like the deaths. So let's talk about the deaths for a second. And now okay. everyone's going to say, well, what's your favorite? Oh, well, Samuel L. Jackson. It's like, I don't even think we can count that because it's so amazing and so incredible. It's sure, in a classic sure. okay, tone. Right. Let's, let's say that that's our free space in the middle of the bingo card and we can't choose that. <laughs> what is your... 
what is your next favorite? Good call on that. Good call. I'm gonna say I'm not since we don't count Sam's. I'm gonna say it was the Michael Rappaport being smushed into the electrical panels over and over. Oh right, being used as like a like a oh, washcloth to like rub yeah, down the electrical. Yeah, panel. yeah that was rough. And it, you know, yeah, and it was so CG, and his leg twitching was so fake looking, and everything about that was dumb but great. And and this movie did know how important it is to make the deaths ridiculous and grisly. Like you, that's what mm-hmm. you do. It's basically a horror movie, and you need to do that. Like the best uh, Friday the Thirteenth and stuff. That that's what they do. The best is it's ooh, how good were the eliminations? And I think this movie kind of had that down like real well. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving it to that. There were a few other pretty good ones. I mean, the Skarsgård one is hard to deny. There's some magic in that one. Yeah. Um, but it's hard. but I, 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 I something have, about him just know, going right into the electricity thing and just rubbing yeah. him out there was really rough. Anyway, I really wanted I really wanted the Punisher. I wanted Carter to die because that would have been the most awesome death scene. Even though it didn't happen, I was robbed that great explosion that was going to happen. By yeah. the way, yeah. did, that was a little bit too much. I think a little overkill. On the explosions there, the little uh, there with the oh end. what now the, remind me how I'm I'm trying to remember what was connected to the shark that blew him up. Oh, he was pinned. Uh, you know, L. O. Cool J shot a preacher shot uh, Punisher on the mm-hmm. uh, to the dorsal fin of the shark. Was and, uh, it, it mm-hmm. yeah the harpoon yeah. and it had like uh, flares. Uh, dynam- that be, it made dynamite. Yeah, it made right. dynamite put it, from put it the in flares. the harpoon. Oh yeah. yeah, that was too big of an explosion. And then it had the whole thing attached to a car battery. Well, not attached. You had to touch the car battery to get the whole thing to blow up. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I wish I could have seen him blow up that way. That would have been much better to me. I would have been okay with preacher by himself going. Well, damn. <laughs> so anyway, my my favorite death was not like named really well named characters, which was the helicopter people because uh, a shark a shark took down a helicopter, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A shark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Took down a helicopter. That's a really Solid good movie. Coming. Right. Those, Again, yes. I feel like I'm saying this many times. If you've not yet watched the movie, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm really not. You should have watched this movie. And that was and that was a four. Like he got four for like he got the two people oh, in yeah. the helicopter. Yeah. He got Janice Soprano in the tower, yeah. and then he got yeah. uh, oh, yeah. uh, winch operator. Oh shit! That's who she is. She's Tony Soprano's sister. Oh. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was driving me crazy that entire time. Like, who is this woman? Who is this woman? And then she was killed so really I forgot about it. But that's what that's why I couldn't place her. I mean, I meant to look yeah. it up, but I never did. All right. I feel fine now. I feel better. <laughs> so glad. Oh, it was driving me crazy. I'm like, what sitcom, what TV show, what drama? What do I know her from? And she's Tony so she's yeah. Actually, actually I think Samuel L. Jackson's death ends up being the least satisfying in the movie because it's so shocking very, and fast. Very quick, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean it well whatever that thing's awesome like it's just mm-hmm. a it's a moment mm-hmm. it, it, when you I, when i think of samuel L. jackson there's two p- things i picture him three things his weird goofy <laughs> two, three, three his weird goofy face in black snake moan or whatever it's called uh, yeah that, uh, that, that, the long sideburns thing that, that is such an uncomfortable movie for me yeah, Go ahead. that one and then the other thing i picture is him getting blown up or getting eaten by the shark and then him saying, "Hang on to your butts." Like those are the yeah. th- those are the three things. Maybe when he's Julius, what's his name? So, not not not. I hate this hacker crap with a cigarette. With <laughs> that's ash too long. That's, I, that's always. I also mind. like that too. The thing but. is, the thing is, he's <laughs> prolific. Like he's he's really not one of these actors where you can nail him down to this one memory. Like when you die, you'll think, "Oh, I remember the one thing that per- uh, uh, freaking." Uh, 
you know, Dorothy from Wizard of Oz. You you have this singular memory of this actor doing this role, right? Mm-hmm. He's the opposite, man. He's in everything. Like yeah. I thought you were gonna say Snakes on a Plane mm-hmm. because or, Snakes on a Plane or Mr. Glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Right. Oh, it's oh, great. So great roles. He's yeah. so that that uh, movie he's in now is not doing well critically. What's it called? Hold on. What? Hit, Hitman's Bodyguard. Uh, no, that's right. not supposed yeah. to be critical. That's supposed to be a, a comedy. Well, it's still 39% Rotten Tomatoes is not very good. Uh, and the audience rating is not great either. But the uh, uh, that looks funny. But again, playing a, told, a whole different dude, right? Like, it's it's he has you're right. He is prolific. And he and he does it in a way that he's immediately recognizable, but not not um, typecast ever. He owns every every time he's on screen. He owns it. Yeah, let's face it. It's great. He's he real. It. He's real good. His role, his wicked twisted role in um, uh, Django Unchained was. Oh yes, that's oh, really yeah. good. So yeah. good. So, oh my gosh. So I I keep calling Thomas Jane Punisher. He's kind of the opposite of Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't I can't give you another Thomas Jane memory. <laughs> oh, I can. I can. Really? If realize, we want to get into you, this, we can get into this. I realize this. you've recently watched The Expanse, yes. but I'm saying that's not going to last for you. I no. promise. I Listen, The Expanse, I love his role as Miller in The Expanse. I love those books, and I love that show. So, so you will not take that away from me. But I also think he's good <laughs> in The Mist. I think he's good in uh, Hung on HBO. He's, I he's think, always got that. Look on his face. I mean, it just—you'll never I forget that like look. Him. I like him. I think Thomas look. Jane is great. He's a handsome bastard in this movie. He, he is has a t- bedroom eyes. Yeah, yeah. He's a does. bad actor yep. in this movie. He's not his best work by any stretch. But he always reminds me of Man. Mike. It's like Mike Rose, handsome younger brother, is what it reminds uh, me. Ah, I can see that. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna say this movie both had some of the worst, cheesiest pun dialogue I've heard in a long time. But then every once in a while, they would come out with something really just flat out nice like there's a scene where she goes she says oh look at it beneath this glass surface a world of gliding monsters i mean mm-hmm. it was such crap most of the time every once in a while it would just rise above that was actually a little bit yeah and that was actually the moment where i was like wait a minute why is this thing so far out to sea and i started i started thinking about like here in mexico why would you why, why are we way out to sea like this makes no sense they could have they're keeping the sharks in really small spaces that they could have built inland, you know what I mean? Like not necessarily on land, but touching land, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was in a movie, by the way, um, Thomas Jane, in 2014 called uh, "Butt Whistle." <laughs> Butt Whistle. <laughs> Please tell me he played the title role. <laughs> <laughs> he was in, he was a character named Grum Grumich, a, a Grum. Let's see, Grumish, Grumish. Something like that. It's spelled funny. Yeah. Butt whistle is the movie. I we you know. I'm is, not, you sure it's not butte whistle? I'm not. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> well, let's wanna... see. No, there's no e. B u t t whistle. Yeah, okay. It's uh, it's got Trevor Morgan, Elizabeth Rice, Al Janon Tiplin, whoever the hell that is, and then he's <laughs> in it. He had a real rough. He's got a patch of time there where the not a lot of great things went on for him. Um. Sure, I'll be in your film, yeah. butt whistle. I'll be in that. From from the mist forward, if you don't count hung, there's not a lot. Um, and then being hung and butt whistle. But then the expanse did real well. He's in two big anticipated movies, 1922, which comes out this year, and the Predator remake, which comes out next well, year. And so. he was also, you know, in in addition to butt whistle. You have what could be just possibly the sequel, mm. uh, the world's biggest a hole. Oh yeah, look at uh, that. 
Yeah, direct follow-up. It's in the same universe, at least. That's right, exactly. <laughs> the Butterverse, yeah. I like him. You can't... I know that he's not... We're not gonna. We're not looking at the greatest thing ever here, but I'd like that guy, he, so... He fit in yeah. well here. I mean, we needed... We needed a shark wrangler. We got a butt whistler. I mean, <laughs> we got a butt whistler. I didn't whistler. realize he was in Magnolia. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, right oh, around the same uh, time, right? 97, 98. Uh, 90, yeah, 99. Yeah. 99, yeah. Wow. Yeah, oh, same year as DPC. Yeah, I was in Face Off, had a small role in that. I remember. Boogie just, Nights. Yeah. He, did, was, he, was the, he was the butt. He was the other butt. Yeah, he does some, does some good butts. Uh, yeah, if, you, if you haven't seen him as Detective Miller on The Expanse, you're Asshole. you're missing out. He's really good right. on that, and he's super skinny. Lost a ton of weight for that role. Yeah, he's skinny and he's uh, understated, which is, you know, like he's actually. If you think about it, he's understated in everything, including Punisher, mm -hmm. which is weird. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, the, the Mist also for, very understated. Yeah, yeah. For a while in '92, he went by the name Tom James, which is funny because it seems like that's what people Jane, right? would accidentally call him. Like, yeah. oh yeah, the, you know the Punisher dude, Tom James. Mm -hmm. Like, S is at the end of it. Yeah, maybe uh -huh. that's why. Maybe he was like, ah, screw I, it, I'm sick I'm of gonna, everyone. I'm just gonna this. switch it up this time. I'm gonna gonna be somebody else. That's a pretty good Tom oh, Jane voice you got. He was married to uh, Patricia Arquette too. Oh, oh, wait, she's uh, which one? Which the Arquette? Medium. She's the medium. Ah, the medium. Yeah. Are they still are they still oh. together? But no, she turned. Uh, she turned into a large. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like what? that movie. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, they uh, married in 2006, divorced in 2011, so five years, one child together. No. And, right. uh, okay. Next. By the way, I think she's super hot, and I love her. Oh, do you really? Okay. I like yeah. her. I don't you know, know if she's you super know hot, but whatever. You know who's super hot in this movie? I've already mentioned him. Christos is in this movie. <laughs> I I just have to say again proving that you can have tattoos all over your face and be right. a successful something mm -hmm. um now who is he why are we supposed to know him I, i've seen him in something else i feel like we've even seen him on this well show. like i say we saw him in from dusk till dawn oh, I, that's I, what I, it is. Yep. I don't remember did we see desperado or some no we saw el mariachi i don't remember no what we've not seen either of those we should though Okay. All right. Sure. We should see. And a couple of good <laughs> I love, dude. My Des name is Earl. Desperado yeah. is a great movie. Desperado is, I. You, that's another one you can't take from me. I love that movie. Desperado yeah. is great. Yeah. So anyway, he gets, he's, he's always in like TV shows that need, you know, an inmate or an ex-con <laughs> for one episode, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he's just good. Like when he shows up at the, he's early in the movie, he's the guy that's going to like drive the boat of the people. Yeah. 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 And it's like, oh, I, I like that they did this. Like, I I don't like that they have this like bad Spanish mm -hmm. that's supposed to. I don't know what that's supposed to oh, do. Oh, I yeah, that was a little bit off putting. And uh, I kept going. I kept wondering, am I supposed to be seeing some subtitles right now, or is it supposed to be? Yes. Funny? I don't know yeah, what's going something on. Right was a little, now. Something was fishy there. Nah, uh, fishy. fishy. All the it? bad, all the <laughs> yeah. bad shark and water puns in this movie. That's right. Just, he, by the way, One that guy in uh, in a movie called Blind Justice. Oh no, it was a TV series. Oh no, wait, wait, wait. Uh -huh. I'm sorry. This is Latin Dragon. He was cast as <laughs> Homeboy Gangbanger Number Two. That's awesome. Yeah. That's exactly what. That's exactly what this guy looks like. Like yeah. I mean, you know, like typecasting. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> in uh, City Guys, he was menacing guy. In Melrose Place, he was an extra known as Thug Number Two. I I love I love that. I love that he played uh, he played some side character in Baywatch Nights in one episode, and I just like the idea that 
Baywatch Nights happens at night, so you can't really see the tattoos on his face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I can oh, see that. Here he is on some. He's on a Comic Con stage. He looks like the nicest feller. He's just like, oh, oh yeah, hey, Christos. Uh, so nice to know yeah, everybody. Sure. Thanks yeah. for Fa- being here. Face and, tattoos uh, really kind of pigeonhole you into something that, <laughs> right. you know, they, you know, yeah, they they uh, they don't always uh, make a good first impression. No, a fair one anyway. Yeah, fa- right. ah, there you go. The word is fair is what we were looking for. Ding That's ding ding. Right. Wins. Uh, the Sigourney Weaver trope. I like this one. Mm-hmm. It's where you uh, get down to your undies to take out right. the monsters trying to get you. Oh my gosh, that right. made me so angry. This whole movie, we were being kind of respectful towards women, and it's yeah. like, oh, we got this, no big deal. And then all of a sudden, it's like, you know what we need to do? Get the hottest actress in here to get naked. Yep. Yep. Right. She's she's wearing rubber shoes, rubber soled shoes. She didn't need to take off the wetsuit oh. to electrocute the shark. Yeah. But she needed to, right? And fry her poor little zip disks. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, the zip disks. I saw those and went, this is so 99, I can taste it. In fact, I'd say it's a little late for zip disks in 99. It kind of was. Yeah. Maybe maybe she had Alzheimer's and she was still thinking to use those. Maybe that was the answer. I only need 100 megabytes of storage for my research. Also, the the, the disease, the brain disease of Alzheimer's kind of got short shrift in this movie because it, what it, the kind of the Mm -hmm. way it came off was, Oh well, don't get too earnest about solving Alzheimer's because sharks might get us. You know, like you know what I mean. Like yeah. it just felt a little right. empty. Yeah. Well, and there's a there's a trope in there, um, Scott. Oh, sorry, yeah. that was my cue. That's <laughs> 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 my cue, Mister Johnson. All right, there you go. Uh, the whole point is to save the data, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. we're trying to save the data, and so you're supposed to have a movie that goes through this long process of either saving the data or not, but instead. Halfway through the movie, the data gets destroyed. Oh well. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. What are we? What are we doing again? Yeah. What a waste. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It happens every. But it happens every time in these movies. Like I knew from the get go, they were going to find you. It was like, oh, okay, they're going to they're going to have a breakthrough, and they found a way to do it somehow in real time. They can see a brain tissue come back to life, which is the dumbest. Dude, thing. dude, uh, that. Oh, let's let's just talk for a minute about the Alzheimer's patient brain matter that they keep alive in the lab to experiment on. Yeah. Hey, Where's gra- the patient? Oh, hey, he's fine. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Grandma, we got an idea for you. What? What did you? What do you need? I'm taking part of your brain. We're going to keep it in a lab, and it'll stay alive. Oh, we're taking, that's lovely. Mm-hmm. Right? We're taking part of your brain, but don't don't worry. You won't remember it. So <laughs> you won't miss it's it all at all, good. Grandma. What's this? On, what's this place on my head? <laughs> Nothing, Grandma. Nothing. Yeah. What's this hole here? Explain that to me, young man. I just I, I, just, I want to go back to the whole. We had to keep telling grandma, the grandpa, the worst thing. That was such a why move. I hated her for that. I really did. Killing me. Like no, you don't. And then she played the victim. Yeah. And then she played the victim. Oh, you know how hard it was for me to tell my poor father every time that she was dead. Then stop doing it. Fool, stop doing it. Yeah. Oh, we're back to the back to the save the data thing. I'll tell you my favorite. uh, Save the data. Save the the cure to whatever. Star Trek. Star Trek and Nemesis. Oh no, sorry. No, Med- Medicine Man. No, I was making a data you guys ever joke. See that? that was a bad one. I got it. Medicine Man. Yeah, where he says, "You ever lose your car keys? Right. <laughs> you ever have the cure to cancer and you've lost it?" I love that movie. It's great. I love that movie. I wish we could do that on film sack. Medicine yeah. Man. Great. Yeah. Uh, great what's Sean her name? Uh, um, she's good in it. Can't think of her name though. Oh, Lorraine Bracco, right? Right, right. See the lady? Yes, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he says, listen, I'm on this place because I lost the keys to your car. You lost your car keys. That's <laughs> uh, great. It's a great movie. Great movie. Right. We should see it. I mean, I don't, I don't know, know if this is. It's a great movie. It's probably not a great movie. 
not a good movie. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. It's not a good movie. Hey, how is this a trope? You have to tell me if it's a trope or not. Uh, mall kiosk maps. Okay. Uh, is is that a thing in submarine places? Sure. Oh my is god. It... You have okay. You have people who've been working on this thing, and one of them, no, like I guess, was responsible for building it because he knows all the code to right. to how it works. And you're like, wait, a g- guys, let's stop and look at a crude drawing on the wall. Let's look at the mall thing. kiosk map. Look, it says we are here, and we want to be here. Yeah, this would be like this would be like if <laughs> if a person who had worked at the mall every day of their lives <laughs> was talking to a person who built the mall, and they decided to go look at the map. I loved right. it. It was fun for me. Yeah. I enjoyed it. They did it not once, not twice, three times. So we need to take a left at the Claire's Boutique, and then we can get off this uh, <laughs> the station. Oh, right by the Orange Julius, there's an exit. Okay, cool. Yeah, mm. very nice. By the way, if I'm ever being eaten by a shark, I hope I'm wearing a big fat crucifix, because I want to stab it in the eye. Right. Oh, yeah. did, okay, mm-hmm. so this is that was the point for me. I have a little bit of eye gouge phobia. Mm. Oh, and I was, doesn't, I was, though, really? I, was, I mean, right? Mm. I was curious. if it, Did we get to the gross-out part? No, where let's gross get to, out? that did not gross oh, yeah. me out because it just seemed fake, but I do have a gross-out part if you want to hear it. You want to yeah, 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 know what see, it hold is? Hold on, let me see if we got a guess here. Guess. Yeah, see if you got a guess. because it's, it's, uh, it's Touching the, uh, feeding the bird by hand and then <laughs> touching the other food you're making for everybody else? Um, <laughs> it occurred to me, yes, that that is a bad thing to do, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the one that got me the most because in my mind it was like, well, no one else is eating but him and the freaking bird, so sure. I didn't worry about well, it. Well, just I mean, even just having a bird in a kitchen, I think feels a little unsanitary. Yeah, how no about, bird. How about the ocean spray versus the pee that the doctor pee in the wind? Oh. is that us? <laughs> He's standing over there peeing right to upwind. What the hell? Yeah, you and, could see the wind blowing the urine. Yeah, uh, and the way they treated it was like, ah, oh, yeah, that guy, he's a hoot. And then they just kept moving. <laughs> and I know what they were trying to do there. It's like, oh, eccentric doctor guy. They didn't really play that through very well, though. Like, they didn't really right. flesh that character out. But, um, yeah, you nailed it. It's peeing in the wind. Don't do that. Don't really? Pee. It's disgusting. It's oh, all over oh, your oh. legs. Now, the second place right. for me, though, is is the uh, dissected head missing shark brain uh, creature yes, thing? Yes. I don't like that. That freaks me out. Uh, I don't like exposed organs. Well, okay, I was wondering about that because it looked like it was a. I thought it was a plastic model, and she was just practicing on it. But did it have a real shark brain in there that she could practice with? That, is that the deal? The, the shark brain looked a lot more real than the outside, it, didn't it? So it I don't did. Know that, yeah, yeah. Because well, it was definitely a model. Oh, I thought it was a. I thought it was. I mean, it may have looked bad, but I thought it was meant to be an actual shark cut into. And... No, the the body itself was definitely a model because, like, when you know the cut open part, you could. It was obvious mm-hmm. that it wasn't meat. It wasn't you know meat. Um, shark wasn't meat. meat. Yeah. But when she inserted the syringe in there, Tina and I are both looking like, okay, so they have a model that they just put shark brains into instead of just keeping the shark. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> like, I kill the shark. Give me the brain. Let me put the brain in here. Okay, now I'm going to practice on the brain. But why did I have to be in a full body then, though? Like, why couldn't it have just yeah, been a brain in a really bowl? Because it wouldn't like, play as well later on when she thought it was a beaker. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, just right. the shark's head. <laughs> no, I agree. For the scene later, uh, Dunaway, to work where the where it creeped up on yeah. her, it wouldn't have right. worked otherwise. But it's that's a dumb design. Actually, a lot of that whole facility was a stupid design. Like, what yeah. the hell was that place? Good lord. Yeah, did it need it to be loading out all these long? Yeah, all right. It didn't need Darn. any of long it. Passageways. It, it no. didn't need any of that stuff. All it needed, you don't need. Uh, right. I've seen it. Was it was definitely a plot. I mean, because Again, I, 
Yeah. Yes. It was yeah. all sure. plot driven. We need but... 24 big rooms all separated by really long tunnels and passageways. Yeah. Because <laughs> how, how else do you put humans and sharks in the same environment constantly? <laughs> That's the only way you can do it, right? <laughs> so they did. They put them in a big right. shark habit trail. Yeah. Kind of thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I also don't but like it was... movies. It's a trope also, but this is as far as gross things go. <laughs> I do, I, and it happens in every, I swear every movie does this, but I cannot stand movies where people cut their own hand to uh, attract something. I hate it. Always with the most right. tetanus looking. Yeah. 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 And on your palm, your palm, you need your palm. You need to use right. it to do things, grab things, hold things, you know. She doesn't need hers for much longer. No, but, <laughs> but you know, like that's the word. If you're going to cut so where yourself, do you do it? where do you cut okay, where do you, so my leg or something? Anything. Yeah. In her situation, she should have cut the side of her calf. That would have been like the, the least like painful, necessary thing that you're going to immediately have to call into play. Yeah, but are you going to have a problem running later if the shark probably uh, starts getting probably, on land and chasing like, yeah, you? Yeah. Sure? Once you get out of the water, you don't have to run very far. I mean, That's shark, true, yeah. Just, yeah. Like, and don't if you don't understand why, if you have to cut your hand, cut the back of your hand. Mm -hmm. Come right. on. Or tear a toenail off. Or, I know that sounds bad, but you know, Ooh, something yeah. else. Oof, Scott. Something else. Cut, cut the back of your oh, arm like where they give geez. you the, the flu shot, right? <laughs> I've torn a toenail off, not on purpose, but um, it's not a good feeling. It's not a right, happy that, that's day. That's right under eye gouging for me right there. It's the, it's the removal of a toenail by force. Have you ever had one torn off like like you've snagged it on something or whatever? Have you ever done that? Because it's I've bad. Had it I've had it surgically done. Pinky, pinky toe, yeah. yeah oh. I did it with my big toe when I was a kid, and it was horrible. Oh. It was horrible. Oh, big toe, why have you betrayed me? Yeah, and, this, and there's... Roast Brian out the most this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't good. It's all back now. I'm looking at it now. It looks fine. Check him out. He's all good. I'll send Sweet. photos to everybody on the Twitter account. You guys oh, thanks, man. Appreciate that yeah. block. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you you just killed one of my one of my most uh, least favorite tropes in the mm -hmm. movie. So uh, I'll give you another one. Right. Um, the thing right out of the gate, we get the first person perspective from mm. the first person of the shark. Yeah. Right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's always fish-eyed, too. Like, literally fish-eyed in this game. <laughs> literally fish-eyed, yes. Yeah. I, I don't like I don't, that either. I don't, I don't like that either. I don't either. know why that had... I don't know why it just put me in a bad mood. Like, no. <laughs> shark Eye... I'm like, shark Eye... this movie. Mm -hmm. No, I'm just saying Shark Eye Vision is just not... I don't know. It's just not good film. But they do it with every... It's just Monster of the Week. Like, Alien does it. I, every movie with yeah. a creature that wants to get you has some weird vision. And yeah. I don't... I don't like it either. Even the fly. Didn't Jeff Goldblum have like that weird multivision eyeball thing going on? Or am I making that up? I might be making that up. I can't remember. Did we see the fly? We saw the fly, didn't we? Yeah, we did see. We, we saw, saw two flies. flies. I think, yeah, I think we had. I think we had vision from his perspective, and it was bad. We saw so, two flies. Oh, no, we saw the old. Yeah, we saw the original. We saw the original. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, we never saw the sequel. We should. Should we? I thought we watched two. Fly two. Did we watch Fly one? No, we watched. Oh, we Fly did one. with Eric Stoles. Yes, we did watch Fly two. We did right. the original, the remake, and the sequel. Oh, interesting. I don't or remember did we see the remake. I didn't think we saw the remake. Did we? I thought did we did. We? It was the remake with uh, Eric Stoll. Or I'm sorry, we saw the remake because we watched. I want to say we watched those back to back on. Uh, did we really? Really? Back to back flies. Hold on. <laughs> no, it wasn't back to back. We definitely. Oh, who cares? I can tell you. Sorry. I can tell you right now. Hold on. <laughs> I'm going to find it because it's going to drive me crazy. Then Randy just finally gave up and said, who cares? All right. Here's what we've got. We did film sack. 28 was the one about the fly, which was okay. So that was Jeff Goldblum, original fly, fly, fly one, Jeff Goldblum. 
Then we did right. Film Sack 15, or long before that. Some Film Sack 15 was the one about the original Fly with, uh, help me, that one. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. That's all. Oh, we, we never saw the Fly 2 nope. with Eric Stoles. Nope. Interesting. It's I, your kid's uh, Brundle <laughs> Fly. <laughs> What's great it's about you saying that. that is he was the original Marty McFly and his name is McFly. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Yes. So everything about that was great that you just did. And we can end this show now. We can just stop now and call it a show because that was incredible. <laughs> all the references in one line. Um. All right. Uh, got anyone got anything else? Oh, I, I, we weren't supposed to laugh. We weren't supposed to laugh when they got shot in the leg, were we? When uh, Thomas Jane got hit in the leg. But I laughed. We really were so. We, I, I laughed because I was like, yeah. Yeah, I laughed real hard. How did he get out of that again? How did he? Uh, they pulled it he, when he was getting pulled through the grate. Somehow or another, his leg got loose, which made absolutely zero sense to me because that's not how that works at all. No, but also, yeah. how did the dynamite stay if that was? In yeah. The, I, I, I gave up. Yeah, <laughs> that was a pretty was done. That was pretty dumb at that yeah. point. Okay, sorry, Randy, you were you were about to. Well, we're still on tropes. Oh, we got another tropes. one. Dude. Hold on, trope train coming through. Uh, so we named the movie Deep Blue Sea, which calls to mind the the uh non non place to be between the devil and the deep blue sea, mm-hmm. and then we have a character actually say Deep Blue Sea. All we're missing now is for LL Cool J to sing a song that includes yeah, the title of the movie, the movie, and he can't. He lets us down. Mm. He has the worst song at the end. Here, I'll give. Here, here's a taste of it. Hold song. on, uh, let me play it. Let me play it. Up, Deep Blue Sea. Let me nope. let me play it. So he, the, the he home... said Deep Blue Sea in his nope. in his in his lyrics. Did he? he did it once. Yeah, he did at one point. Well, hold he on. I'm gonna deepest, I'm... bluest. Ah. My gotcha. something is like a shark's fin. It sounds like hat or hand or head. It sounds like we hat. Don't know. It sounds like hat. I'm going to play a little he- bit of it. You guys tell me what you think. So deepest blue, my, my hat is, is like, like a shark's, shark's fin. My hat. My hat is like a shark's fin. <laughs> my hat. <laughs> why, would it, why wouldn't it be? I don't understand. Like, I guess your hat. I don't know. Wait, no. Used to wear those. Used no, to wear he's those. Not uh, saying hat, yeah, he's saying hand. I'm pretty sure he's saying hat because he wears that. He wears that. Yeah, it hold is. On, I'm telling hold you. Hold on. I'm look look, look it, up. it up. Look it so, up. So, Brian, if you're gonna look it up and you're gonna find out that it's hat on the internet, you're gonna find out that people have written hat into all the lyrics. Yeah, no, no. Right? We can find the real ones though, like yeah. uh, rap but, lyrics. LL Cool J. Here we go. Uh, my hat is like a shark's fin. My head oh, is like a shark fin. Is deepest what, uh, blue oh, my, my head. Is like so my head is like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There you it know, is. I'll take that back. They say okay, my so, hat. So uh, genius lyrics <laughs> says my hat is like a man-made terror, hungry video? jaws of death. Y'all don't cross my depths. I'll pause your breaths. I'll yeah. cause you to sink down forty thousand leagues, bleeding to death with no arms and short sleeves. <laughs> if you, and if you watch the video, you'll see his hat. What he's talking about. I. Okay. Again, he never says he never says deep blue sea, but he does say deepest, deepest bluest, bluest yeah. which is just I what LL Cool J is is fine. I just feel like he's made some mistakes. <laughs> he's fine. He, he's got some things to answer for in his career. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I mean, look, he's okay, from that era of the big stupid Gilligan hat rap period, right? I'm bad Kango hats. What are you talking? Yeah. Don't be talking bad about. Listen, I know that they're okay. cool. They're cool in an ironic, dumb way, but come on, that was a bad era for rap. 
It wasn't no, good. I grew up with LL Cool J, and it, it is all, it's, oh, man, I'm bad and all that. Oh, man, come on. What was that song he did on that same album where it was like a ballad and nobody had really done rap ballads oh, yeah, before? He I need love. Too, uh, oh, I need love. Oh, my that gosh, that's so shitty. That was the beat side. That was awesome. What are you talking about? Yeah. He's a better actor than he was a rapper. I'm, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, totally. No, yeah. no. He was not. I want to go by my side. <laughs> Can I go for a ride? I need love. Need love. Oh shit! It's so bad. You're making it hurt. It actually hurts to say it. It's really bad. It's not good. Up lyrics, but yeah. I mean, there are other rappers. There are other rappers like everything says. Hat is like a shark fin. Yeah, I can't find that. Watch the video, which makes no sense because a hat that looks like a shark fin. Again, I, I feel like I was I was younger. I'm not going to say I was a kid when I saw this movie. I remember where, the movie theater I went to see it in in 1999, and I just remember hearing the song and thinking, "My hand is like a shark's fin because like I'm going to karate chop you, mm-hmm, right?" Mm-hmm. And it's oh, this you know, powerful, mm-hmm. sharp thing. Yeah. It makes sense to me if I'm going to karate chop you that my hand that's is like a shark's fin. That's something a white guy would think. But yes, <laughs> yes, very much. At- I'm watching the video. He's just got one of those uh, black, uh, like do rag things on his head, like a hat. It's like a and black in color. People relax. And every time he says it, he rubs the top of his head. Yeah, he does. Yeah, but it's not. I was really hoping it would be like a beanie with a shark fin on the top. Well, he don't want to be. Tell us about tell us about music videos, Grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) He still do music videos. It's just on Vivo on YouTube now. It's the whole thing. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, no, videos are a, a freaking huge this deal like, on Vivo. And this is like uh, three quarters of the video, even more than that, is is footage from the movie. He doesn't use a yeah. lot of, oh, and he's doing, he's got those things in his eyes, those contact lenses that make him all black like that dude from Limp Biscuit. Yeah. Had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks for that memory. I freaking hate Limp Biscuit. <laughs> oh, oh, biscuit. It's just oh. Like starfish. It's talking about a butthole. Come on, you know that. <laughs> Team, Come gibbet. On. Team gibbet. <laughs> there is nothing. Okay, whatever. I I like that Limp Biscuit existed, but I don't. You know, my shorts will never be that low ever. Yeah. All right. Uh, that was all great. Let's do. Like let's do uh, some clips. My I pants have, are like a shark fin. I yeah. Have, see, see, it's gotta be. Hand, my big toes like hand, a shark fin. My socks are like shark fin. Why would you? Much why would you? Is a shark fin. Who sings about their hat anyway? Nobody. Why would anyone he's, sing about their hat? He sings a lot about his hats. If you go back and listen to his his <laughs> collection of music, you'll understand he's obsessed with hats. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He this loves hats. I, this is how I know. Yeah, no, he. I, I'm with. I'm with Dunaway on that. He was way into those hats. The hat My thing was, huge. was like a shark fin. Yeah, if he could, <laughs> if my toque is like a shark fin. My <laughs> hood. Like my hood is like a shark fin. If he like, could, what? listen. My if he is like a shark. If fin. that guy could, he would. Uh, he would have pulled the hat all the way down and put eye holes in it, like that character on Fat Albert. That's how much he liked those dumb hats. He was hey, so hey, into hey. that. And I'll tell you, like that era was the Run DMC era and everybody else. They so were do you all... reckon Fat Albert was like uh, Ruthie and Girls in that show? Do you think that was? No, but I think that Bill Cosby, who created it, was Ruthie and Girls while he made Fat Albert. <laughs> That's what I think was going on. I think he was making Fat Albert, and he was going, and then he would go out that weekend, and he would Ruthie a girl. Hey, 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 drink this. Yeah. <laughs> Can we think of can we think of someone? <laughs> Sorry, 
Can what? we think of someone that where it would be more of a shock <laughs> to find out that they're a sexual predator? Like, I, I, I've been I've been thinking about this. Like, this guy made family television. He was the head of the family of family television. Right. 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 Between Fat Albert and and the Cosby Show, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. his whole we, his whole we, reason to, to be. be somebody, yeah. It would have but to be somebody super family, super you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Mister, we all like that guy on Seventh Heaven. Oh. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but didn't we, didn't we always wait around for uh, Mister Rogers to to? To find out he was just the other like, shoe to drop. Some, yeah, <laughs> oh. we all waited. It was like, oh, nobody can wear that little no sweater yeah. and be that nice and visit the meow 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 town and meow meow meow. meow. No, he's doing some drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got a skeleton in his in his closet right next to his cardigan. But but Mr. Mr. Rogers made it out safe. He did. Yeah, totally I, it's totally so great. Yeah, no, dude, I love him. He's the best. Yeah. And he was he was the real can't. deal. There are a few people. There are a few people who are the real deal, and they live and they mm-hmm. die and they go out the way they came in, and they were yeah. always great. But then once in a while, most of the time, there's something you shitty going on. Live long enough. Like all this recent, same. all this recent Joss Whedon stuff is just under my skin. I, Louis C.K. stuff is under my skin. Like right. I, I'm but tired of all these geniuses. Were, at, at least, at least they were making a, a, entertainment for adults. They were known for R-rated stuff. Like. Cosby was Cosby was the guy who went after other entertainers when they used what he deemed foul language. Like he was he, that. Yeah, you no, know? he and he was doing it right up to the moment before all of this, uh, like the Burris thing happened and all that. Like he was on John Stewart right right around the time right before John Stewart retired from the Daily Show. He was on John Stewart chewing John Stewart out for swearing. Mm-hmm. And right, I'm just, right. and I remember thinking, even then, I was thinking, come on, just not, you know, this isn't your comedy, so what? Who, who cares? So you can go. So, we, we got uh, Noah. What? Twenty cubits. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. But now you're right. right. Yeah. Like it is the most disappointing damn thing in the history of. I'm just. I'm things. trying to think of a bigger gap between the you know the facade and the reality that could. It's, that's be. about it. That's just about it, man. You know? I, I don't. I don't think anything that destroyed our childhoods is is kids of the '80s more than. Than that happening. Nothing was purer than mm-hmm. than that show. And yeah. it's it's surprising to me that they that, that the show's still in syndication. I mean, I think you can still watch us on the Hallmark Channel, can't you? Which one? Co- Cosby the show? Cosby Show. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, wow. it's still around. Somebody somewhere dumped it, but it was in a bunch of places already. So I'm sure you can still get it. But the thing is, it's just it's so sullied now. Like yeah. I had those albums memorized. I remember thinking, yeah. man, what a great example even, of like in yeah. in such a white driven comedy world in the 50s and 60s. To be, you know, to see what he was able to carve out for himself and then, you know, and then have it all just kind of shit away because you're a freaking rapist turd bag. How did this turn from the deep, deepest, bluest to I just, I, <laughs> saddest? I the saddest, bluest. <laughs> yeah, it's just a bummer because we it, it's it's good and, and it's a reality check in a sense that to not, you know, to pick your pick your heroes carefully. Yeah, yeah, because they often just, let you down, or, or just don't like, don't ever know your heroes. Because yeah, like like at least LL Cool J in being a weirdo and singing <laughs> "I Need Love," because he seriously he did some weird things in the '90s, guys. I'm just saying, at least in that he's being honest. Uh, he needs love. That's yeah. honesty. Yeah, that's yeah. all he wants. Yeah. I mean, he he just wants her bikini to be small, heels tall, you know, and he just wants to. <laughs> Head back to Cali. I mean, man, you really are. And his mother would prefer that you know that he knock you out. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I mean, Mama said knock oh, you up. 
is what he said. Not so, right. Oh, wow, wow. speaking of old stuff that, uh, that I can't. <laughs> speaking of old stuff that I can't reconcile, reconcile in my head, there was a, a moment when he was taking those flares and he was turning them into uh, dynamite, and I was thinking, ha, that's. I wrote my notes, ha, that's oh, so a team. I'm like, will the kids know what I'm talking about when I say a team? Is there a more recent reference well, that okay. is that but, defines but before, the a team? Before we answer that question, yes. did we did we all think A Team or did we all think MacGyver? Because I'm on the fence I could, here. I was too because it was mm. almost A Team teamish. It wasn't it wasn't uh it wasn't resourceful enough to be MacGyver because right. MacGyver would have made two, it with right. <laughs> you, two items is A Team, three or more items is MacGyver. Right, right. Mm. So and if, if you, you use if you had two a, objects to com- if you only use two objects to combine something to is save that the, the rule? day, then it's just if you had yeah, if you had yeah. blessed out some uh you know some some welding torches, it definitely right. would have been eighteen. We'll hold it together with a paper clip and right. um that gum wrapper over there. Yeah. <laughs> right. So that kind of happens. Like there, there's uh, several different sequences like that in this movie. I realize you're you're focusing on the very end, mm-hmm. right? But I'm I'm just saying like there's a lot of MacGyvering in this movie. But even that term, like maybe that term doesn't mean anything anymore. Nobody. Nobody's gonna oh, get it. Who's gosh. who's doing it now? Who is it? Is it uh, MythBustering? What? what no, is well, the, there's a MacGyver show. Is it still on? Yeah, but no, no one watches that. No, Brian. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I I agree that there was some MacGyvering going on. Actually, the whole damn yeah. thing felt MacGyvery. But uh, well, the minute the shit hit the fan, like the minute uh, Skarsgård loses an arm, <laughs> it's all MacGyver from then the on. Fan. Yeah, as soon as the arm hits the fan, exactly. You know, like it does in movies. Busting in here real quick to talk about our friends at Casper. Oh, Casper. The online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the cost. I sleep on a Casper mattress. Mmm. I sleep well on a Casper mattress. Casper's revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing that savings directly to you, the consumer. Breathable design helps you sleep cool, regulate your temperature throughout the night. They're obsessively engineered mattresses at a very fair price. They're made of supportive memory foam for a sleep surface that's just the right sink and just the right bounce. Oh, I'm thinking about it now. I just want to go take a nap in mine. (laughs) Casper's mattresses are made here in the USA. And uh, buying one is easy. Order online, delivered straight to your door in a compact box, free shipping, and free returns. It's also available in the US, Canada, and now the UK. Risk-free, free, free, free. Free is an important word. Risk-free 100-day trial. I did that. You try it for 100 days. And if you don't like it, you send it back. And there's no questions asked. I kept mine because it's awesome. You can save an additional $50 toward a mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash filmsack and enter the promo code filmsack. Uh, do that today. It's a really, really good deal. That's casper.com slash filmsack and the promo code filmsack. Terms and conditions may apply. I loves me some Casper. Uh, all right, let's do some uh, clips here. I've got a number of them. There's not a ton because, honestly, the movie's not full of great dialogue or anything. But here's uh, the the plane boss. Af- uh, there's something with the plane. I got plane boss. I don't remember what it says. Here it is. The plane boss, the plane. Oh, no, it's freaking. <laughs> I forgot. Samuel L. Oh, Jackson yeah. does a terrible yeah. Hervé Villachez Terrible or good enough? Come on now. <laughs> plane, boss, the but, plane. Oh, it's bad. But why? Was he ad-libbing and they just kept it? Why? It's, it says in the trivia that he did ad-lib that, so it's funny you'd say that. 
They and then he, oh, did walk to, then he did walk away that he was too old. And that's what kind of made me think later on about the MacGyver thing. Because I was like, haha, MacGyver. And I'm like, wait a minute. We just approached this earlier. Yeah. Is anyone going to get that? No. No one's going to get it. Here's the uh, here's some acting. It's pretty bad. It's early on. Ugh, this is really bad. It's pretty scary stuff, huh? Yes. It is. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then wait and wait. And then you say, yes. It is. It is. Yes. <laughs> it is. Here's some more really bad acting. I'm sorry, I'm making Aquatica sound like some kind of mental hospital. No, no, not really. Well, <laughs> maybe a little. <laughs> the truth is, it is. Ugh, shit! But, you know, I was being annoyed by that dialogue, but I was also thinking, I've heard this so often in old horror movies, it's kind of, it's kind of effective. It kind of makes you feel like it is a true, casual conversation. That is nothing, nothing to think about here. We're just we're we're mood. We're just feeling around in mood. Hmm. I guess I don't know. It's not. It's been handled better than that. And by the way, the oh, second absolutely. and I mean the millisecond I saw that blonde lady, I went, mm-hmm. "You're gonna die in this movie." Yeah, you're. you're yeah, yeah, she exactly. was marked for death. Yeah. You're sharply. Yeah, it was. She may as well have had like a big, <laughs> some kind of reticule over her head that said, "Die soon." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only other person I saw in the movie where I felt like was marked for death from the very beginning as I saw him was Michael Rappaport. And it, and it was specifically because he was too knowledgeable. As soon as he starts talking, you're like, oh, they got to kill that character off. He knows too much. Mm-hmm. Cal- Caltech. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Uh, here's uh, the bird and the rapper is how I wrote this. You got a big fat butt. You know what, bird? You were trying my last nerve. Don't make me drown your feathery ass. All right, it just didn't sound like a bird. No, especially when you when you hear it without even seeing the visual of the parrot. That sounds horrible. Yeah, it's bad. It's real bad. It sounds like a little kid. Like, uh, no, it sounds like the uh, the woman who tries to get Carol Ann to walk towards the light and poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> you got a big fat butt. It totally it does. does. Like her. Zelda yeah. Rubenstein or whatever. You got is. a fat butt. God, I loved her. Carol Ann. Wasn't she in that? Wasn't she, she in was that in Witch Teen movie? Witch? Teen yeah, Witch. Yeah. Teen Witch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she was great in Teen Witch. She's mm-hmm. dead now. Yeah, I don't remember. She is. Yeah, okay. she was dead then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm telling you, I don't know if I've laughed. I've had some laughing fits on on uh, film sack before, but I'm not sure I've laughed as hard as I have at Dunaway's freaking uh, f- 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 Fat Albert saying, "Take this roofie." I, gosh, dang it, that was funny. Anyway, uh, here's a bad joke from Rappaport. Is it Rappaport? Rappaport, right? Rappaport. <laughs> yeah, who I like quite a bit. His Justified season was amazing. I love that guy. Rappa the Rappaport. I think that, I think he's super interesting. Anyway, here's that. Yeah. Did someone order the fish? Did someone order the fish? Get it? <laughs> he's uh, boy. You uh, he's on that um, uh, sports talk show. He fills in every once in a while for the oh, main yeah. guy on ESPN, and he's also regularly like friends call in doing stuff with the Howard Stern show. And so we hear him every once in a while. Dude is, dude is, seems like he's got some anger issues. Oh yeah. yeah. A he's, lot he's of the hyped. stuff, he's, stuff that they play from him is very angry. Yeah. Michael Rappaport. He is hyped up for sure. On especially yeah. sports stuff. He gets way, way into it. Sometimes he's a guest he totally on that uh, podcast that, that Bill Burr does. And he's just like that, that the role he plays though, because he's played that role a lot in uh, like my name is yep. Earl. And even on, friends he played it a little bit with as a phoebe's boyfriend and uh yeah maybe. I don't is, know. He, is he leaning into that role or is he that really he him? might be leaning into that role i think it might actually be him because right some of the things they play like voice messages that he leaves for uh 
uh, for Gary, uh, just don't come across as something he's doing as kind of a joke. It's like, okay, he's really, really angry about stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he seemed like he could be a really angry person, doesn't he? Yeah, take it easy, Michael Rappaport. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of an example of someone who their shtick is anger, but they're really actually quite oh, calm. Are you kidding Lewis me? Black. Oh, yeah, Lewis Black. Uh, also, um, Oh my god. Oh, gosh. you know behind ben, closed doors, Lewis Black ben, is just Ben Stiller makes me think that he is just he does the best angry. Nobody does angry oh, like yeah. Ben Stiller for me. Mm. Well, mean, you always it, wonder though, is there so if you took them out of that I mean, just scenario regular walking around the grocery stores out of yeah. crest toothpaste. Yeah, like I think he, he, I think he has moments I think he has moments where he flips his lid and that's what he usually plays. A calm guy for the most part, but every once in a while just flips his lid. His yeah. dad does the same kind of stick, yeah. right? Yeah. And I and he seems like he really could be like that in real life. So yeah. I it's, think there's a little bit of honesty it's there. It's possible, but then you see guys like, you know, I never trust the ones that are too calm. Like when I see Johnny Depp, he's always calm, right? But he's a mm-hmm. it turns out a total a-hole and a wife beater. And man, he's and he's moved, he moved to Myrtle Beach. Oh, he did, did he? Which is which is like like you just ride up the road for me. What, what, can you go to get a sighting and say, "Hey, I loved you in the the, the deal you're in," and he'll go. The deal you're you. in. He's like, "Bugger off!" And I'm like, "Your contraband okay. dogs are welcome here." Yeah. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> nice reference. That was pretty good. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks. that was good. Tell him no more pirate movies. They're all shit. Oh, come on. Except the first one. First one's good. The rest of them are terrible, dude. They're quantifiably you bad you at those like movies. The most recent one? No. They're all bad. I didn't see the most recent one. Well, I didn't either, if I'm honest. But I saw I, <laughs> I've seen <laughs> I've seen bad. all the rest. I saw all the rest and they were all t- they were all bad. First one, fun. They were all, exciting, they were all new. The same. No, they, they were all, all boring and, and, and too long. The new the other just ones. Like, just like just like the first one. Oh, I, oh first one's good though. First one's fun. First one has a plot. It's actually paced well. The rest of them are garbage poo. Garbage anyway. poo. Well, and also the first one. <laughs> Where'd you get the this first poo one, from? <laughs> the garbage. <laughs> Somebody threw the it fir- out. Perfectly the first good pirates. <laughs> that that first pirates movie depends on you having not seen pirates movies. Yeah. And right. Johnny Depp's performance is a wonder because you've never seen anything quite like it. Yeah. Right. And so once that bubble is burst, they all suck. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No. I. Yeah. You're right. I really like Jeffrey Rush though. I so. think it World's End was was okay. I that was I, that the one where he wakes up dead out and then like the uh, salty sea and multi and multi Johnnies. Yeah, that made me want to fart blood hard. <laughs> That's a bad movie, dude. And it's and like throw th- it, and throw it in the garbage. It's three and a half hours long. It's a bad movie. It's not good. Uh, here's uh, Odd Sharks, whatever that is. Is that a goddamn shark broke through that door? I expect so. You expect so. <laughs> Well, well, well. Am I the only asshole down here who thinks that a tad bit odd? It's a <laughs> little, little rough for a CEO of a giant That's pharmaceutical odd. company. Yeah, I'm down with it though. Uh, but we it's, do, it's, it's we we are, himself. yeah, we are hearing, we're hearing him from Pulp Fiction there, and I think it, it, I don't know, he's not directed right, mm. in my opinion. This is only I'm, four. What's weird is this is only four or five years after Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I seriously like if you play that clip again and imagine him saying, you know, oh, would you call him a bitch or yeah. you know something like that? What do they call sharks in France? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a deluxe Fins. shark. Like it's, it's over. Kinda, Get it? <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I actually, I actually felt like it, un- t- except for his speech. His speech was great, but I felt like the rest of it, he was not the right person for the role. My favorite thing to, yeah, it, it felt a little forced. My favorite thing about. Uh, oh, he was originally, by the way, uh, up for the role of the chef, of the cook. 
He was going to be LL Cool J. Yeah, and he, he said he didn't want to do it, so they moved him around. Yeah. Um, here's, what's this? I don't know what this is. You don't see what you've done here. Now what you've done is taken God's oldest killing machine and given it will and desire. What you've done is knock us all the way to the bottom of the goddamn food chain. It's not a great leap forward in my book. Yeah, there's your, mo- there's your big moment of mm-hmm. you shouldn't have messed mm-hmm. with nature. Life finds yeah, right. a way, you know, all that. It's crap. All right, Sam Jackson's speech. <laughs> Imagine him getting eaten right after this, okay? So that's what you got here. Here you go. Now you've seen how bad things can get and how quick they can get that way. Well, they can get a whole lot worse. So we're not going to fight anymore. We're going to pull together and we're going to find a way to get out of here. So it may as well be like an Avengers speech. I do like that, that, uh, once you've seen the film, you're like, you, you know, it's coming and you're waiting with every line, the louder he gets like, Oh, this is the line. This is no. Okay. All right. It's this next one. All right. This is the one that happens. Yep. And he slowly starts to circle around the hole and and closer and closer. But again, it sounded like you could have slipped in some words there for him to say, like, you know, beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the (laughs) tyranny of evil men. And I will smite yeah. my brother <laughs> i love it though he should always be that he i should will do that. i yeah. will strike down upon the furious <laughs> anger yeah uh, right, anybody it. see my wallet <laughs> oh my gosh all right next up here's what is, i wrote what is he talking about where would a girl keep her thing hey what's the matter with you What's her thing? They're, so they're looking for batteries, <laughs> Scott. They need oh. batteries to power the MacGyver device oh, they're making. Okay, right. now, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I did not understand. It's a rated R movie. It could have just said, hey, where's your deal? You know, whatever. Call it whatever you need. You know, to go, Is that the word you're looking yeah, for? Yeah, but why does he have to say thing? Couldn't he have just said the word? That's annoying. It's the same reason that you, uh, during TMS, go, Vagina. Because <laughs> he was a, he was in mixed company. He had the preacher there. He had the lady. I mean, he was a mixed yeah. company. He was a smart he's, guy. Right. He's you know he's. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. All right. Here's uh, somebody needs to be unzipped. Would you zip me up, please? Oh no, he needs to be zipped up. Sorry. Zip me up, please. Would you zip I me was, up, please? Nice that movie. was my favorite love story in this movie. It was between him and LL Cool J. <laughs> their their love ran deep. Yeah, it did. It did run deep. Yeah. He needs love. Yeah. That's why. Here is, uh, say, uh, oh, they said the name of the movie. Here you go. About freedom. About the deep blue sea. Oh. Yeah, like snuck the very in. end. Yeah, Ooh. snuck yeah. it in. I get, I, so I get, the, I get the reference. I get the actually speaking it out loud. Now I just need it sung. <laughs> Sing the freaking title. <laughs> yep. Uh, Bruckheimer ass music is what I wrote here. <laughs> Is so Bruckheimer. Yep. 100%. Every one of those movies, so, whether it's so, the uh, rock or whatever. No, that's well. tr- that's Trevor Rabin. That is Armageddon music. If you've watched Armageddon fifty-five times like I have, that that song is like leftovers from Armageddon. Yeah. It, but it all kinds of falls into the same. Well, Bruckheimer, but also right? Bruckheimer produced Armageddon, didn't he? He, he was a producer mm-hmm. on it, I think. So all his movies had these like whether sure. whether whether they were tapping, you know, uh Hans Zimmer or whoever, it was always that tenor, that Right, those kinds of chords, like that's just the way those movies sounded, and it, I kind of love it. There was even some, there was even a few shots that were 
kind of Bruckheimer kind yeah. of film kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for Felt sure. It. Well, it's of its era, man. That's just that yeah. time we were in. Uh, and then uh, the LL, take us out. All right, I'm not playing that shit again because that's terrible. <laughs> that's enough. You that's get enough the that. gist. It's really bad. <laughs> the film sack checklist presents itself with the following list: needlessly complicated labyrinthian-like shark lab. Check. Enough CGI sharks to make Sharknado happy. Check. And shark crotch. Check. All right. Dude. Uh, I just I, I just want to, in case you missed it or you didn't watch the movie, I don't know why you didn't, a woman is literally eaten by the crotch. Yeah, she, by the from the, the crotch shark, up. Yep. Yeah, the, the shark starts with her lady barts and works its way to kill her. Well, I mean, not in the, we don't get to see the end result, but yes. And and here's the here's the grody part, in my opinion. Grody, that's right. I said Grody. That's good. Yeah, I wrote Grody. In, in the in yeah. the uh, in the in the original script, and you saw some of this earlier on when they kissed after the results were good. But her and Skarsgård were supposed to have been married, and oh. they, that's why they kissed like they did. They didn't flesh all this out because the director thought it was too weird later on, and I think he was right to do this. But she was also supposedly pregnant. So, how oh. would it have been if you'd like had this shark eat a pregnant lady specifically from birth canal forward? There's something about right. that that is very distasteful. Yeah, Scott would have taken the DVD and thrown it out into the snow. Yeah, right? like okay. almost yeah, almost as if you were watching Seven or something like that. Twist, mm-hmm. Deep Blue Sea Two. Uh, we find out the sh- the the baby was a shark. Oh, the whole time. Oh the no, the baby oh. was a shark. Oh no, that's the reason why he couldn't kill her because uh, she had a shark baby in her belly. <laughs> So she's still alive somewhere is what you're saying. Right, right. right. He, he like uh, smuggled her back to his little secret lair and yeah. let her let her her uh, her thighs have healed from the giant puncture wounds. <laughs> and she's now queen. She's well, queen I mean, of the deep and communicates with the sharks directly. I'm so, it, I'm very excited it, about the sequel. It's going to be great. It is kind of a letdown that LL Cool J survives being eaten by a shark because it makes you feel like anyone could. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Because he really, I thought that was it. And this is my first viewing. So I thought he was out when, when it started whipping him around by his leg. I thought, you're not going to live. But mm-hmm. totally did. And they didn't, yeah. you know, the massive blood loss didn't seem to be such a problem while they were joking on the on the pier there. Well, because his hat is like a shark's fin, apparently that's uh, that prevents blood loss or something. <laughs> yeah. My... It just makes it easier for him to make sharp turns in the water. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Yeah, or shark turns. <laughs> oh, uh, what was that sound? That was cool. Star Trek stuff. Here are your connections. Uh, this movie had Ronnie Cox in it <laughs> Bri- briefly for one hot minute. Yeah, yes. he was uh, sitting Cox. What yeah. was his name in those two episodes where Picard was off the ship? His name was Captain Jelly Kellios. Kellios. Yeah, yeah. and he was just sitting in the captain's seat, right? That's what he does. That's his whole job. His whole thing. And pissing off well, Riker. He yeah, he pissed off everybody. He made the whole crew of the Enterprise mad. Yeah. By the end, they liked him okay. He was. Did, he wait, was. He, did he, he make was, Worf mad? No, uh, I, probably. Yeah. But he's the. He's the. Okay. He's Gene Hackman in. Uh, speaking of Crimson Tide, he's Gene Hackman in Crimson Tide. Everyone hates him. He's making all the wrong decisions. He's too forceful. Blah blah blah. They want to basically commit mutiny against him. And in the end, they have respect for him. It's like it's that same damn story. Yeah. Is what happens to Runny, yeah. Runny Cox is his name. Runny Cox. <laughs> uh, executive uh, producer Frank. Oh, no, no, sorry. Uh, okay, here we go. Um, Frank Welker was the parrot sounding voice. He provided Spock screams in Star Trek 3 when he was re- being rebirthed 
um, parrot sounding voice. Even they won't own it. Yep. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sounded uh, parrot, somewhat parrot like. <laughs> yep. He was also a, cy- a cytoplasmic life form in Star Trek Voyager, the episode Nothing Human. And Avika Goldsman was a producer. She was executive producer on Star Trek Discovery, a show that comes out in like a week and a half. Which I'm kind of excited oh, is about. Is it that close? <clears throat> yeah. Pretty stoked. Well, wow. you say that close, but this thing's delayed like a year. So right, right. it's about damn time. Pretty excited mm-hmm. for it. For it's it. like uh, waiting your whole life and then realizing Star Trek comes on tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's right. And well, and the Orville comes out tomorrow. Or, or for people who are listening to this yesterday. Yeah, the reviews are not great. Or those in the no, I know. I don't want. Yeah, yeah I'm bummed it'll, out. It'll, it'll figure out its legs. It'll, I've got hope. I've got hope. All right. It's uh, it's also like uh, Ray Yane mm. on your wedding day. How? Oh. <laughs> By the way, I forgot to mention how great Seth MacFarlane's cam. It's basically a cameo, but his role in uh, Logan Lucky is pretty great. If, mm-hmm. if you guys haven't yeah. seen that movie, he's it's a very odd turn for him, and you don't expect it or see it coming. Anyway, also. When, name the last time a Seth uh, MacFarlane live action thing was any good. Was it the first Ted so, movie? Oh, okay. Ted so, was pretty darn good, right? Ted, Ted was good. Ted, Ted I don't know about good. A Million Ways to Die in the West. Or, okay, so A Million Ways to Die in the West has a lot of good laughs. That's, that's going to be my answer. It's a bad, bad movie. Mm-hmm. But there are plenty of these like set-piece comedy bits yeah, that are really Very blazing funny. saddles, but... Yeah. Not with the understructure. Yeah, I've heard that. I haven't seen it, but I've heard that too. And I really, really disliked. Um, oh shit! What was it called? Another one I saw. Uh, oh, Ted Two. Uh, it was bad. Ted, Ted two. two. It was a terrible. Ted Two sequel. bad. Ted One good. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm not saying we should judge it based on that, but these reviews concern me. People seem to be very mm-hmm. underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I mean, okay, it makes sense. Look, Galaxy Quest had a really good following. And I mean, they're just kind of beating, aren't they kind of beating the the other guys to the punch here? Just going, a hey, little look, bit. we're going to lampoon ourselves. But part of this could be, and I'm, what I'm hoping is that the reviewers just have the wrong idea, because it's billed as a comedy, but he has said in interviews, we are trying to make a more Star Trek show than a comedy show. Because he right. never, he wanted to make the next Star Trek, and no one would give it to him. He could never get the rights, and he loves it. And so his idea was to carry Star Trek on and be a new executive producer of a brand new Star Trek show. Well, can't do that, so what do you do? You talk the network into giving me a new show. You build it all as mostly comedy, but you sneak in Star Trek there, basically. Mm-hmm. If that's true, if that's true, maybe the reviewers just aren't getting that. Getting it, yeah. And if they're not, well, then I'm all in. If 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 it's just bad, well, then what are you going to do? Tomorrow, we'll let us know. Yeah, we'll let you know tomorrow. I I just I can't ever not love Seth MacFarlane for moving mountains and spending all of his own money to get Cosmos a space time odyssey made. Yeah. Mm, like, that was pretty great. That's just like, he just, right. uh, I don't know. He, it, it makes up for all of the horrible things he's done. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I admire that stuff. Plus he's a really good singer. I love his crooner albums. They're oh, awesome. Such a crooner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. That stuff. You feel like you're getting punked a little bit, but it's dead seriously good. <laughs> I know you keep waiting for the first joke, but it's like, all right, this is dead on, you know? Yeah. Was it? Music is better than, Words? Uh, words music is better than words and he has this great one of the songs on there it's a great duet with um oh alicia keys oh right. unbelievable yeah, it's it's crazy that he sings like that mm-hmm. anyway mm-hmm. uh talented man let's uh let's give this soundtrack grade out it's a b for bruckheimer that's what i'm giving it today <laughs> um what? let's what? move okay. what i know it's a different dude whatever it's Wait. all the same it's that same Wait. it's cut from the same cloth that whole era they all sound the same I don't care who it is, what they're doing. They all sound the same. 
Uh, let's get to the Twitter post. This is where in 140 characters or less, you guys sum this damn thing up. Let's start with Randy. Deep Blue Sea. Better than Jaws? Sure, why not? It's better than Jaws. Take that, internet commenters. Whoa, you're going to get some wow. heat on that one. I think some people actually agree with you. Yeah, some. All right. <laughs> some. There's, Those there's people have not seen Jaws. Yeah, there's always <laughs> someone. There's always someone out there who'll agree with you. Uh, uh, Rand, uh, Dunaway, your turn. Uh, 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 Scott, Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> like watching a movie about sharks while Samuel L. Jackson is telling you the plot to Avalanche. Uh-oh. <laughs> Better get Mako Shark. <laughs> Better get Mako, Mako. Shark. Nice. Uh-huh. Every time they said Mako, I just thought of that actor who, the a Japanese actor. Oh, yeah. Died. I yeah. see that too. Yeah. I love that yeah. guy. Uh, Samurai Jack. That guy. Okay, anyway. Uh, Brian Ibbett, you're next. Mm-hmm. Deep Blue Sea. This movie isn't just weak, it's Shark Week. <laughs> Except for the one that could work the oven. Clever girl. <laughs> it's very nice. It was a good one. All right. Well, yeah, you've left me, off. but you've left me with no choice now to uh, other than to find Mike Link here. Hold on. Okay. Then to play this. It's the alternate titles. This was almost called Deep Blue Seep because it's water was seeping all the time. You know, <laughs> it was, wow. and they weren't freaking out at all. Yeah. I'm like freak out. Or seriously, Samuel L. Jackson, hold on to your butts, or a bonus one that we came up with uh, before the show that should have been the only one, and that is Jurassic Sharks. All right, there you go. Jurassic Shark. Uh, an email from Jeff Litchie came in. We do emails on the show, filmsack.gmail.com, and he says the following. Scott and crew, over the last six months, I've been listening to Filmsack daily as I crisscross the Carolinas for work. Right down there uh-huh. in your neck of the woods, Brian. Yes. The other day I was listening to the Lost Boys episode. I believe when you were discussing the con- uh, sorry constant rule changes and inconsistency of experiences in movies, you referenced what we do in the shadows, which I had never heard of until then. The next week it showed up as a recommended on my Amazon Prime account. I just finished watching it, and I have to say you guys hit it spot on. Funny, mm-hmm. irreverent, and downright delightful. Thanks for the recommendation. Keep on doing what you do, Jeff. Uh, yeah. If you've not seen what we do in the shadows, you're missing out because that is a awesome movie. That director is the director of this new Thor movie that everyone's uh, super stoked and hyped about. Rock, rock, rock. Uh, also, also did that Wilder People movie that was supposed to be so good last year, which I still oh, need yeah. to see. He's great. And, and this is how much I like it. In 2015, which is when what we do in the shadows came out, uh, this documentary, fake documentary about vampires and werewolves. Is it? Are, are we sure it's fake? Well, yes, we're sure. <laughs> is it a mockumentary? It is very much mockumentary. It's fantastic, though. Like, I'd put it up I there. Really the it's one of the funniest comedies in the last yeah, 10 years. Easily for me. Like, I loved it so much that in 2015, everyone always knows what my favorite movie of 2015 was. And since, really. Mad Max Fury Road. But easily second place, best movie in 2015 was that for me. I mm-hmm. loved it. So, yeah. Good recommendation there, Jeff. Randy, we, you were going to... Uh, say something you're gonna i just for the people who haven't seen what we do in the shadows i was just gonna set them up to maybe wonder if the vampires are vampires i don't mm. know just okay never mind it's yeah. over if none of we you know who jermaine clement is i guess you're in good shape but if you know who that is you probably won't be fooled because he's in this uh and he's also in the chakiti watiti or whatever his name is the director i don't know how to say his name right he's in that movie he's plays one of the vampires and he's great in it um I, just that sensibility and humor coming to Thor is super exciting. So 
Yeah. Not to mention, was it uh, Rise Efans or Rise? Oh, Rise Davies. Band, band meetings? Yeah, Rise Davies. Reese Davis, Davies. that's right. right. Yeah, he's fan. That guy's great. Reese Davis. Oh, my gosh. Band meeting? No, he's great in that. Don't I told you not to buy your pants? It's full of, oh my gosh, he's so. And he's going to be the the subject of the sequel, I think. From what I hear, it's going to be focused on the uh, the werewolves. Yeah, which I'm all in on, and I don't even like werewolves, but highly anticipate that film. So what we've like learned werewolves? here. How do you not like werewolves? Is it like Dunaway's not liking horses? Uh, no, because I I can I don't of all the monster mm. you know the big monster tropes the mm. vampire uh, Frankenstein type stuff. Uh, werewolves and zombies and fish people or not fish people but <laughs> swamp monsters <laughs> of all the big guys like that for me yeah. the least interesting is werewolves for i don't know why just not that interesting to me in terms of like in natural horror okay. movies now as right. the subject of a comedy fake documentary i'm all in because who cares I, but let's i'm going around the table of the month of these uh like humanoid monster types you are choosing that there will never be another TV show or movie that involves these ever again. We're past the, the peak, and it's your choice, never again. Uh, Brian Ibbett, what do you rule out forever? Ooh. Come on. Uh, I got one. I got one. Vampires. Got one. Vampires, really? Ooh, okay. All right. Yeah. Wow. I, I can see that. We've certainly used the crap out of them, but I'm going to go with Brian don't care about no bandage-wrapped mummy. <laughs> <laughs> I would say mummies mummies are the least likely, like the least prolific around in right. TV. And yeah, movies. but they just had, we just got a new out. mummy movie, though. Like, I feel yeah. like they're... they're well, mummies trying. are basically zombies with ba- with bandages. Right. Yeah, yeah, they're ancient Egyptian zombies. Right. Exactly. I'm okay with the curse part is the part where they walk around that bothers me. Mm. With their arms straight out. Yeah. yeah, their little bandaged bodies, because it's like, you're nothing but dust underneath there. How can you beat me? You might as well be a Chucky doll. There's a lot dust to explore. Magic. The Frankenstein thing, monster thing, is there's a lot to explore there still, so I feel like that's got legs and will forever. Ha ha. Um, or not legs. <laughs> or not legs. They'll walk on their hands. <laughs> but, but yeah, werewolves. I mean, all those things are all played out pretty good. I don't know. Zombies I'm not sick of yet, weirdly. I should well, be. I mean, I, I have hope for werewolves because we've seen werewolves make good comebacks like uh i mean we've had weird stuff like teen wolf and uh oh, what was the one that jack nicholson did wasn't that something and oh, then there was yeah what was that wasn't called? wolf kind of a, a werewolf movie i never watched it with liam neeson no that was not that was him surviving in the woods against wolves <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, <see>? was a, <laughs> that would have been better yeah no, that's a good movie actually. I, had. I, I watched right. that it was good i mean it's very it's very it's basically um taken in the, it's taken, but you're saving yourself from the wolves. right. Yeah, taken in the forest. That's what he does now. <laughs> That's all he does now. But no, I mean, like, what, name a good werewolf movie in the last. And that's what I'm saying. I'm saying there's decade. plenty of room for a good one. Right. So, right. so I, I, mean, I don't know what your the underworld movies will probably be the the closest one. Yeah. Eh, the first one. The rest of those are bad. Rise of the Lichens or whatever. Yeah. yeah. First one of those movies is good. The rest are mm-hmm. garbage poo. It's my new thing to say is garbage poo. Garbage. Yeah. Uh, our next movie is going to be what? I forgot already. Can't buy me love. love. Yeah, we're getting Can't Buy Me Love next week. It's a 1987 uh, rom-commy deal. Sort of a, I don't mean communism. That was big in the 80s. Yeah, it's, it's very, it's nothing but communism, this movie. It's about 
teenagers who turn themselves over to the USSR. Yeah, Romulan communists is what it is. <laughs> Romulists. Yeah, Romulists. Uh, they Basically, in... it's about a teenager just trying to work his day job while also being infatuated with uh, a young cheerleader type. And, of course, she's out of his league. Yeah. But she's a neighbor, right? Mm-hmm. So... That's got to count for something, this right? This is Patrick Dempsey, right? He's, he's still considered yeah. like yeah. hot man. Everyone loves that guy. No, this, this was, was before he this was, was way man. before he was hot. Yeah. I mean, he he yeah. he played the nerdy role. I think that was why he why everybody was like, uh, "Oh my god, McDreamy," because he was so not McDreamy when he was younger. Looking. Yeah, and I never saw. Oh, you know, I just realized this is the weirdest thing to have pop into my head right when we're talking about Patrick Dempsey. Nineteen ninety nine, the movie that we just watched, Deep Blue Sea, comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We started Film Sack in 2009. This wow. this movie was only 10 years old when yeah. we started Film Sack. Why is <laughs> well, that so weird to me? We know how I am with time, Ibit. No, it's almost 20. It's almost able to drink. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff. Nick was no, Nick, my wife was pregnant with Nick when when this movie oh, came wow. out. Yeah, I don't want to think no. about it. You know, you know what makes me sad? What? That realized that Amanda Peterson died of an accidental drug overdose and had oh, I know. all kinds of. This is a love interest in this movie. Yeah, and she was a beautiful girl. She uh, was, yeah, absolutely. Amanda, yeah. wait, 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 Amanda Peterson. Yeah, Amanda Peterson. Why can't I picture? Yeah. Looks well, like she had a little trouble later on in life, and then. I think uh, so. Yeah. You know, right. Passed away. Did she do anything else? Sad. This was the only thing I remember her in. Oh, she this was will uh, probably come up some... next week, but right. She played oh in Explorers. I loved her in Explorers. Oh. Yeah, she's. Yeah. Gr- oh, I didn't know. But why did I not know oh. about the death part? I didn't know about that. That's a bummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Hollywood treated her like shit, like they do every kid actor. It's probably what happened. Freaking yep. hate Hollywood. Hollywood, f you. But here's having fun on your movies every week. We right. Like. <laughs> <laughs> keep uh, making movies. Yeah. Woo. Keep doing it. All right. So anyway, that's next week. That's uh, can't buy me love. It's the John Hughes like film. Right. That we'll be watching right here on FilmSock. FilmSock.com is our website. FilmSock? FilmSock.com. I wear a FilmSock shark blue deep blue sea shark head. My sack Uh, is a sock. (laughs) My sack is a sock. Yeah, it is. My sock is a sack. Either way. Voicemails, uh, or not voicemails, emails can come to us at FilmSack at gmail.com. You can, of course, find us on Twitter at FilmSack and uh, talk to us there and that sort of stuff's great. And leave us reviews wherever you get your podcasts. That'd be lovely. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Well, he usually says a thing, but he didn't this time. Oh, yeah. My, my penis like a shark's tail. <laughs> I'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Did someone order the fish? Mm-hmm.